0: welcome to another episode of for the love of afrobeats podcast it's your boy dignified aka mr schmooze yeah. aka the, the mini energy god.
1: <laughs> and yeah we decided to switch things over this week absolutely so and i'm with <laughs> i'm shops to do aka additional boy aka the energy god of course this is for the love of afrobeats where we discuss everything african popular culture afrobeats any headlines even across the world that we feel deserves to be discussed here we will talk about it make sure you follow us across all social media click the follow button on spotify on soundcloud every single place you can find us hit that button so you get the news first i'm sure you'd like that
0: of course we'll do (laughs) we'll love that all right let's get right into it this uh last week we lost the south african rapper double yep. hp hip-hop and tula. yep and uh, this week we had this memorial service on wednesday and he was made
1: on saturday the third of november
0: yep it's been an emotional one yeah yeah we've had some of the greatest south african artists come through give their pay their tributes yeah Most especially casper your vest who yep. gave tribute to is from a yep. How did you feel about
1: that? I think it was emotional watching Casper on stage talk at the uh, memorial service, speaking about his relationship with Jabba, HHP, um, speaking about what he learned from Jabba. Yep. Watching the people in the crowd, for me, I think that was one of the most emotional things. Seeing how many people came out yeah. to pay their respects to this man at the memorial service. And then Uh, on Saturday, the 3rd of November, I actually sat down to watch a large portion of the burial itself, which uh, was broadcast for about four hours on SABC. Yeah, Yeah. live. So I watched that and the part that really caught me and made me emotional was when at some point, um, there was a pastor that was preaching and talking about Jabba. And when he was speaking about HHP, he spoke about how he affected the young people in South Africa, yeah. how he changed the culture, yeah. uh, hip-hop in South Africa, influenced a lot of rappers yeah. from Casper to, to a lot more. Um, and I just sat back and thought, what if Jabba would have just heard all these wonderful things being said by him? Would he still have allegedly taken his own life? Yeah. And I, I thought to myself, like maybe it is time that sometimes we need to celebrate some, you know, people that mean a lot to yes, us yeah. whilst they're still here.
0: You tell them how do you, how you feel about them Genuinely. in their lifetime. They don't wait until it's too late to mm. celebrate them. And I think that's something that we also fail to do with our greats, our Absolutely. legends. We wait until they are finally passed away, then everybody comes and starts praising them and saying, "Oh, they, they meant this to me." Yeah. I mean, what about we do that while they're still they, alive?
1: Especially. Seeing what this meant to Jabba because yeah. one of the reasons why he had struggled with depression, depression was yeah. the, because he felt that no longer, he had been forgotten. Yeah. No nobody he events. wasn't relevant, his music wasn't no being range. played, nobody was paying attention to him. To the Caspers of this world had become so successful That's that real. they'd forgotten about him. Oh, yes. But the reverse was the case. Unfortunately, nobody had the time or took to, the time to, to, to reach out to him and yeah. let him know until he came crying out yeah. talking about the fact that he had depression but again um shout outs to everybody that really celebrated this man the only downside around this f- funeral has been uh about his wife oh, yeah. and the partner talk to me about that part
0: so according to the news his wife is not been duly recognized by the family mm. even at the memorial and at the funeral events she's not sitting with the family mm. she's been you know, she's sitting among the guests, among the crowd. She even had to go to court you to know, try to, to, stop to stop the, the burial. burial, exactly. Mm. Which again I think is it's ridiculous. I mean, this is 20, 2018. This it's bad that family will still treat the woman or a widow in mm. quote um the way they do the family claims that they never had a, an official, uh, an official wedding so they're not recognized but she's the, not recognized as his wife
1: but i think the courts um yeah, recognized the courts, yeah. her they
0: had a customary marriage so the, like the courts
1: recognized her yes. as, as his wife yes but just didn't grant her injunction she to stop yes. the burial um i think it, it also speaks to a massive part of the African culture, culture where yeah, the woman, you know, has... The woman, is, you know, the African woman has suffered a lot. Has been battered and bruised. I swear. And, and this, sadly, yeah. is one of those moments where we, we we think to ourselves and we look to ourselves and say, this has to change. change. Like, this is the mother of his kids. Yeah. You know, she must have at least a 50% say and say. In whatever happens to this great legend who sadly yeah. passed, passed away. away. Yeah. You know, and to then see them as well. I think allegedly, um, when Jabba's sister was giving the eulogy or something, yeah, she omitted
0: her name the, is not even in the obituary. In the, uh, the obituary um printout. Yeah. Her name is not there. His wife is deleted from his history. Wow. I mean that's ridiculous, you know.
1: But that's the mother of his kids who have the kids yes. that would bear his name yeah, going forward. forward. The only evidence yeah. of HHP's existence. Yes, exactly. We have to do better, man. Um, RIP to the great HHP, but this raises issues again. Mm-hmm. One, his loss sadly, has raised massive issues. One yeah. with mental health, yeah, depression within two, the industry. Within the industry, and now two, and not only the industry, Generally, the African the co- community, community. Yeah. and two. How um, women, African women in some cultures in Africa are still being looked at, especially
0: if
1: they haven't been, if the marriage hasn't been official. So these are issues that really going forward need to be addressed and looked at. But again... And for the love of Afrobeats, uh, we'd like to say R.I.P. to the great HHP, yeah. and condolences to the South African community, the, the African music community Insane. as a whole, yeah. and more importantly, his his close family and friends. Friends,
0: amen. Uh, moving forward, yep. We talk. About, we're still in South Africa. We we'll talk about South African rapper MT. Okay,
1: okay, okay. Uh,
0: we spoke about MT a few episodes <laughs> ago. Yeah, coming coming back, back from his um drug problems yeah you know going into rehab rehab, coming back claiming he's gonna start making cleaner music and all that yep during the week he suddenly pops up on insta live appearing to be intoxicated Mm. and then throw shots at none other than the biggest south African rapper at the moment Casper your vest he called him a fat boy and said he knows nothing about life because he has no kids wow i mean (laughs)
1: okay Straight off the back, Casper's yeah. not a fat boy. Because yeah. if you've been oh, following Casper right fuck. now,
0: Casper's sexy guy.
1: <laughs> Casper's <laughs> been going in the gym crazy. He's yeah. got a six pack, looking heavy. He's looking like a South African li- a Zulu lion yeah. right
0: now, Zulu king, a
1: king, brother. So MT got that one completely yeah. wrong. Yep. Um. But more importantly saying that Casper doesn't know anything about life like because he hasn't got kids, kids yeah. i think is one of the most disrespectful things anybody yeah, can like say to said, anyone exactly. as long as you are alive
0: yeah. you know
1: about life exactly as long as you've got friends family human beings you're related with other human beings <laughs> exactly. you know about life exactly. if you follow casper whose son, whose album tulo was yeah. named after his sister uh, yeah speaks about his mother yeah, and his father you know about life oh yeah so again it's sad for us to speak about mt allegedly being intoxicated yeah coming off of a saga where he, he collapsed, collapsed on stage, stage. disappeared exactly. for about three or four months then turned up saying he, he had screamed. cleaned his life out yeah. going into rehab be a better person Listen. and yep. then popping up on social media doing this one again i think it's sad for yeah. me but casper found a it funny side like, yeah casper Kas-
0: then re- logged in on twitter and posted a video saying I mean, it was a video of him and his friends laughing. Yeah. Say, when I log into Twitter and I see MT diss me, you know, <laughs> or MT call me fat boy. And he's, casper is really having fun with it on yeah. social media. He's laughing it off. And he said he would pay MT to come and perform, but not as an artist, but as a comedian because it makes him laugh. <laughs> I mean, that's a good one, Caspar. That's and a really good one. I think
1: he's, he's found a way to flip. You know, to flip the beef yeah, and, and, and just make it positive, positive. Yeah, and, and, and just find a way not to really feed into that.
0: Yeah, and it also shows his maturity as well. You know, Casper's a sort of elder statesman now. Yeah, I haven't in, been
1: in the years. I haven't <laughs> been in the wars with AKA. Yeah, I think he's definitely learned from that. Yeah, and and again, what especially being Casper at the moment, going back and forth with NMT, you're not only in a beef, you're also shedding. You know throwing fans his way yeah. so maybe he doesn't want to do that <laughs>
0: <laughs> crazy stuff all right in Ghana yeah um a few weeks ago we talked about Shatawali yep. complaining about his response Uh, the the feedback he got from the crowd in Nigeria while performing and all of that and then Nigerian artist Paul Okoye of Peace Square fame One Half of Peace Square One Half of Peace Square gave an interview in America where
1: to a a Ghanaian journalist
0: he he was asked about you know that particular performance where Ghanaian artists did not get the due response in Nigeria and Paul simply replied that Ghanaian artists were not as sharp we're not sharp enough
1: I think first like of the us, nigerian
0: counterparts no
1: i think first <laughs> of all he spoke in in direct response to that yeah, question yeah. about why they're not getting you know the, t- the t- type the of lot, response yeah. they want the first thing he said was are they sakodye yeah and he went further by saying sakodye obviously is an is a Ghanaian artist that has invested not only money and time into promoting his art yeah. and himself yeah. in the nigerian music industry and because of that we listen to his music in Nigeria. However, a lot of the other artists, although making incredible music, have not had that type of impact on our culture because a lot of them haven't invested as much much time time and resources to promoting themselves. So when they turn up at a massive concert, everybody's like, who are you? <laughs> but he also went ahead and said, you know, someone else is getting a lot of buzz at the moment, which yeah. is Kiddy. Yep. Uh, and Kiddy, obviously coming off of a collaboration with Mayoku and David mm-hmm. o, yeah. that gave him a lot of exposure and since then, you know, following up with that, people have started to listen to his music. Yeah. Nigerians and the Nigerian music industry sometimes can be a little bit snobby. Yeah. Um, if you don't pay attention and really go in there to get your hands dirty, of course. they won't really, you know, look your way. And there are millions of artists in Nigeria already yeah. trying to get so, that exposure. Exactly.
0: So, before they even pay attention to... So, the Ghanaian guys
1: have to do a little bit more. Of That's course. what he was saying. But secondly, talking about where he, he said... said the, the headline actually was... Good boy yeah, says, says Ghanian, Ghanian artists,
0: artists are not smart.
1: Smarts. <laughs> <laughs> when I looked at that, I'm like, yo! What's my brother saying? But when I listened to the interview, I completely understood where he was going with that. Which I'm sure we can play some of that. You can play maybe a little bit of that. Yeah, we'll play just a
0: little bit. Just a little bit of that. Just for copyright purposes, we do not own the rights to that clip.
1: Absolutely. So
0: So we'll we'll, just play it. Just a little bit. Here we go. What makes you relevant and what makes Nigerian music different from Ghana music? Because it looks like when you look at how the trend is going, Ghana music Bedford hip life and things like that nigerian taking and polish it and it's like it's all over now what makes you guys different why you guys are on top you see i think it's uh nigeria was too sharp
1: (laughs) (laughs) let me give you an example let me because why why did i say sharp because trust me even most of the sound you're talking about they come they come from you guys from the Ghanaians.
0: right right. okay
1: the pong sound came from ghana yeah if you're not sharp enough nigeria we are sharper Mm, we we'll take over. Right. When you guys came out on Nigeria consume and die. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but, but you see, we came with Shaku Shaku, now mm. copy no feet. That's right. <laughs> because we sharp for that one. Mm. Before one catch up, we don't develop. Right. So that was him just explaining that. Listen, the reason why he said Nigerian artists were sharper was because he felt like most of the biggest sounds on the Afrobeat scene right now. Yeah. I've always said it comes from Ghana. But what the Nigerian artists and the music industry has done is that they've been able to take that sound, develop it and make it even bigger than what it was. And he used the term smart in the sense that when the Nigerian scene takes it, we add different elements to it to even develop the the sound. Whereas some of the Ghanaian artists, because the sound has been so successful, they have forgotten that it has to evolve so yeah. they keep on
0: i think we did that with the pom-pom sound yes and then azonto, azonto
1: sound uh, even yeah. dance steps
0: yeah even the dance steps as well <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah yeah
0: i highlight music as well
1: high life music
0: although some nigerians will argue with that <laughs>
1: of course uh, you know i had a conversation that some, especially in the east yeah. you know in the eastern part of nigeria you know the Igbo's make a lot of highlight music yeah so the conversation has always been has it been from that side, side of, of town, town or, or has it names. been from ghana yeah. you know but but you know it's been acknowledged that the Ghanaians were always, have always Always been heavy on High Life. And I always say this, that the High Life sound is actually the authentic Mm Pan-African sound. That's what you would hear from East Africa. That's what you would get from Congo. That's what you would, you know, the guitar strings and those, those beats, those drums, those, the patterns. Yes. You know, so, you know, yes, the headlines were a little bit shifty, but digging down into what, was saying I think he was just trying to say that the Nigerians are smarter in stealing the sound or taking the sound and developing it into something bigger and evolving from that because sound is only successful when it evolves true very true absolutely so we'll give him a mark to that one
0: (laughs) (laughs) you get away with that one now (laughs) still in Ghana yeah Uh, up well rising singer yeah Wendy Shea
1: yeah.
0: was in a bit of a.
1: A lot of people will be like, "Who's Wendy
0: Shea? Yeah, Wendy Shay, exactly. That's that's why we're talking about her now. <laughs> you know, first time I heard of her as well. Um, Wendy Shea was in a bit of hot water. This, literally speaking, yeah. <laughs> yeah. was a bit of hot water this week for an interview she was given at an event to one of Ghana's biggest broadcasters, Joy News. Joy, Joy News. And, big, uh, big, big Yeah, you sure? I think the second biggest one or probably the big biggest private book. one. Yeah, big And uh, the interviewer asked her initially about allegations, about a video that I think an audio tape or something that came out alleging that she was having a relationship with her manager, mm. which she said she didn't want to speak about yeah. that mm. particular topic. So from that point on, the interview got a bit heated. And then the uh, interviewer kept pushing her pressing her, on, her on, that on that issue and then she was like I just want Ghanaians to know me for me They want I want them to know who Wendy Shea is yes. and then the interviewer goes ahead to say who is Wendy Shea and then also, apparently Wendy Shea got offended by she that question and unfair. says you know that's a dumb question I don't want to do this interview anymore and she walks off so there was a lot of reactions to that i don't know first of all what you, what's your reaction to that first
1: of all my first um contact with mm. wendy shay was actually a couple of weeks ago oh, wow i must have seen a video on instagram on kind of like the explore page yeah. where this gorgeous african queen was singing yeah. and she had a voice like an angel yeah and i'm like who is this mm. so when i clicked i followed the page i got to her page i saw that she had quite a yeah, number of
0: followers, follow.
1: so I was like how come I never seen or heard of this woman before. Same question
0: I asked so, myself.
1: <laughs> I clicked the follow button, yeah. obviously, because one, stunning. Yeah. stunning, um, two, she actually can sing. sing. Like, yeah. incredible singer. Yeah. So I'm like, yes, I, I need to keep an eye on this lady. Yeah. Obviously, let's get some records from her that we can play on Afro-Eats on the Beat 101, yeah. FM. Just in case you didn't know, we air every Wednesdays yeah. between 7 p.m. <laughs> and 9 p.m. UK time. It. <laughs> but you can check us out on the website, the beat 1036com Dot com. Yeah. We're the biggest and the baddest play African music here in the UK. Anyway, get back to Wendy Shea. Yeah. When I watched the interview, mm. um, she immediately got a little bit frosty yeah. when the conversation of the previous audio tape or whatever yeah. had been discussed Trustful. with her. That happens with celebrities yeah. when conversations that they would not want to go back to one. gets brought up. Yeah. However, media training and media relations actually prepares you for those type of conversations.
0: So the difficult So questions.
1: you have the right, as she did, yeah. to say, I wouldn't want to talk about this. Yeah. As I have spoken about it in the Previously, past. Yeah. And I would like to move on to something else. Yeah. Which was fair enough. Yeah. Even though she get pressed and pushed on that. Yeah. She was right to say, I would like to Ghana to know me from me. Wendy Shea and not previous stories. Yeah now the broadcaster was absolutely Absolutely. in her right yeah to give you that opportunity yeah. to tell Ghana and the rest of the world who Wendy Shay is. Yeah. Yeah. That was not a disrespectful question. question yes. That was actually a question that gave you the opportunity See. to sell, to sell. To rewrite
0: sell, the, the headlines. <laughs>
1: oversell. Yeah. It just gave you the opportunity. Who is Wendy Shay? Wendy Shay is actually a Ghanaian queen yeah. who comes from the Ashanti tribe, yeah. who can... Who has been a singer ever since she was seven years old. Got an incredible voice. Was inspired by the Canadian queens of so-and-so-and-so-and-so. Making incredible music today. Trying to inspire other people who are trying so hard to get to where I am. That is an opportunity for you to sell. But for some reason, she lost her rag and she looked bad because that video has gone viral. viral hence why we're talking about it mm-hmm.
0: here I mean she she got a lot of heat for that she has to so much that Sakode had to go on Twitter, Twitter yeah. and, you know post an apology on her behalf on saying behalf. that she was new in the industry yeah. she would eventually learn like you said yes. how to deal with media yeah. how to deal with the questions but before we move on from this I just want to ask you a quick question yeah. how important is it I, I know you already spoke about it briefly yeah. but I want you to emphasize media relationship mm. between artists and media houses yeah i mean we've heard of st- situations whereby media houses blacklist an artist artists, yeah. they don't want their content Absolutely. and how do you think how much of an impact do you think that has on an artist's career
1: i think it's extremely that relationship is probably one of the most important relationships in the entertainment business yeah. because media platforms are actually the platforms or the advertising platforms that promote entertainers. If you're an artist, you're a musician, you're an actor, whatever side of the industry you're working in, you want the platforms to promote that. To be able to have those type of relationships where they freely promote whatever it is that you're doing, they would also want something back from you, which would be interviews, which would be guest appearances, Mm -hmm. in some cases, performances. Yes, you might not like it. You've done about 15 interviews where they're asking you the same question. However, to get this show on the road, to do this business that you're in, it has to be done. If you're a Drake, if you're a Michael Jackson, if you're a Paul McCartney, whatever, you can still walk away with doing as minimum as possible media interviews. However, the biggest guys even still do it. So that is the one part of artist management that has to be stressed that regardless of how you're feeling, these relationships will become useful at some point. You have to keep a good relationship. The likes of the BBC and all these places. If an artist has got bad relations with them, doesn't turn up for interviews on time, hasn't showed up for performances, yeah. they they're most more than likely not going to support whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. And they have the biggest horns in the world. Oh, yeah. So what come on, man, just do the interview, smile, wow. be nice, yeah. and walk
0: away. Boy, simple.
1: simple.
0: <laughs> <laughs> very well said. Very well said. Still on still on the topic about relationships. Yep. Um something happened in America recently yep. where Omar Hardwick uh, yep. The lead actor in power
1: power if you, by
0: 50 uh, by 50 cents i'm sure you all know what i'm talking <laughs> about
1: if you do know, if you know 50 you know power <laughs> but yeah get the strike so omar Hardwick
0: was <laughs> given an interview at hot 97 or was it no, the breakfast club it was the breakfast it Club. it was the breakfast club I, yep and then somebody a fan called into an in, into the interview and give a, a detailed explanation of uh, an encounter she had with omar <laughs> bless yeah. you. Uh, you an encounter she had with Omar where yeah. he declined to give her an autograph and was very cold towards her yeah. and then Omar lost it in the interview and you know went on about how he was with his wife and the Jeez. lady did not acknowledge, acknowledge his, wife. his wife and his wife is the most important person to him and there's no way he would have signed her, Blah, you know all of that um, it and emotional. he went emotional on air Yeah. and I know me and you have already spoke about yeah. it but what were your thoughts on that experience? That
1: instantly affected the way I, I thought about him. Yeah. Instantly. Um, I'm not a fan of power. Yeah. I've watched a couple of episodes. Yeah, it was really nice, but I didn't really jump on the what hype. What planet are you from? I, <laughs> I, know, I follow 50, but yeah. um but yeah, I, I saw a couple of episodes. I like it, the acting yeah. was fantastic. Sorry, that's great, You're, but yeah. I'm not really hooked on it that yeah. much. But that put me off. Yeah. Um fans sometimes can be unnecessarily demanding can come at times awkward times when you're having dinner with your beautiful family and you really just want to keep your head down um however each one of those guys make up to the millions that support whatever project that you're involved in so how much time would it have taken you in three minutes to take a selfie with a fan and say thank you. Yes, the woman sat to your right, is the person responsible for your successes, has supported you so much, they needed to have been acknowledged. Some fans are so nervous, the fact that they saw you, they forget that there are other people around you. Yeah. So they just walk to you straight and so gassed, they want to take a picture. picture yeah. What I saw was somebody, when he was so angry and he went into this thing like yo, and people, yeah, I understand that, yeah, you do, you do deserve, you peace and quiet sometimes. Yeah. But find a way to respectfully tell the... You know, just be... Don't be that aggressive. You know, I've been in positions like... There was once, I think in Nigeria, I went to dinner um with Ade Kulego. He invited me to dinner in the middle of the night. Yeah. I was like, yeah, bro, let's go. We, he went to perform... He went to pop-up yeah. at like a cinema yeah. and then performed there. Yeah. And then from there, we now decided to go to dinner. It was late in the night, probably yeah. like 1 a.m. Yeah. So we went to this hotel. It was just... Us, a couple of the friends I just yeah. sat by the poolside. It was very dark. It was yeah. hard to even recognize, recognize him. Yeah. But some people recognized him. And, yeah. you know, they walked over. He'd been tired. He'd been working all day. All day and yeah. they walked over and wanted to take a selfie. And, you know, adekunle sometimes, you know, in his face, his facial reaction was like maybe he was just a little bit tired yeah, and yeah. stuff. It when took, it. Yeah, but he took the picture. Yeah. And they were happy and they left. And whilst they would say, I just gave him a nudge that, you know, just don't worry. Those people don't know that you've had a, a nine-hour day. day. Yeah. They don't. They've just seen you. Yeah. You know, so, and then instantly as well, he got that. Like, yeah, that's true. It's been yeah. a long day, but these guys don't know. Mm. That one picture yeah. is going to be posted on her Facebook or Instagram stage. lots of impressions. To have impressions our friends and family where yeah. she will say, for the first and only time she met one of her favourite performers and he gave her five seconds. Do you know how smart I am now when people want to take a picture with me, even though I'm a nobody? (laughs) I will take the phone from them. (laughs) Allegedly. I'll take the phone from them and then take the selfie because with the phone in my hand, I have more control. Control. It's quicker. Bam, bam. And they're gone. And they respect you for that. Like, people have to treat fans and media with a lot of respect. These people support you for nothing. Yeah. My brother. Yeah. The way I didn't like the way Omar Omar whatever um, went came over up. The hooks. Nah, I didn't like that man. But at the end of the interview,
0: yeah.
1: he he became more humbled yeah. and said, you know, and maybe if I met the lady another time, we could have a conversation about it. I'm sure he's checked out that interview. Yeah. And I mean, he looks no. at himself like, come on, dog. Yeah. Even your wife would have said, take a oh, picture.
0: Man, just take the picture. Take the keep picture. Yeah. You
1: know, these people have spent hours online
0: Fine, watching you yeah
1: it. supporting you take the picture man nobody nobody's being <laughs> taken bro alright
0: alright yeah. I think uh, we've run through most of our headlines yeah. today. alright in closing we've got Steph we've got, oh, Steph, we've, got go yeah, we've got wait wait before we've we've got, got, we even go come to on, Steph on, before we go to Steph on, before, we go to Steph, before we go to Steph we've let's talk about Fuse like, yeah, no, 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 no 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 wait no
1: <laughs> listen this guy have you got a date are you <laughs> supposed to go and meet some girl I cannot confirm or deny allegations. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's All right. talk about Fuse ODG. Wow.
0: Fuse ODG um went on Instagram recently. Um Yep. And he was talking about the royal visit of Prince Charles to Ghana. Yeah. And he seemed to have an issue with the amount of reception that we, they
1: were I think to. we need to play
2: that. All right, let's you know what, let's just play that. Yes, people, Fuse ODG here. I see that Prince Charles and Camilla in Ghana right now. And I see Ghana pulling like their best resources for like their highest security and their best hospitality ever. We've even taken our kids out of school and they're waiting by the roadside in the hot sun waiting to wave to them. Not because they know them, but because we told them to. Are we willing to do the same for our royalties in Ghana? We really need to be careful how we're teaching these future leaders of Africa, because for these kids, they've never seen Ghana on lockdown for any African leader or any royalties in Africa. All they're seeing is us going out of our way to serve and praise these people who look nothing like them. You know, when our King or Tunfo when he goes over to, you know, the UK, is he treated the same way? No, but we're constantly and continuing to just water the seed of inferiority that's been planted in us
1: so that was uh, footage taken from Fuse ODG's Instagram page. You can yep. follow him at Fuse ODG, yep. where he was speaking about the royal visit and his thoughts uh, on the fact that Ghanaian kids lined the streets of Ghana to welcome the English royals in, in Ghana uh, and that if the same respect will be afforded to a Ghanaian king here in the uk if they had come over here and that we need to be very careful of the kind of information and perception we're feeding our kids Kids, back home especially you know leading back into the slavery mentality leading back into
0: the colonialism yeah
1: colonialism the supremacy kind of mentality this is my thing um and i sent a message to dj abbas shout out to my brother dj abbas uh on this issue like i i i understand where he was coming from yeah I see what he's talking about, yeah. but I think one of the problems that my fear mm. is that Fuse ODG could um, end up being alienated yeah. um, for the strong views. I, I think we, we definitely have to invite him here to have a, a conversation, conversation with yes. him about it because Fuse.
0: Fuse, that's your IV, that's your invitation. Right? <laughs> He's
1: gonna. I'd, I'd yeah. like to talk to him about it. I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna get that done. But the thing is, Fuse um, became hugely successful uh, here in the UK yeah. with the mainstream fan base,
0: yeah.
1: white fan base. Yeah. Um, in recent years, he has embraced his heritage a lot more. more yeah. um, his responsibilities within the community, promoting more afro caribbean yeah, community and relationship I think
0: he's moved back to Ghana or something He like spends
1: that. a lot more time in Ghana. Yep. He's got a school out there where he's paying for kids, building for kids. You know, he's got the same in Jamaica. I think yep. there's like a relationship with a school in Jamaica. You know, he's working closely with, you know, all sorts of people that mm-hmm. are yep. working within the afro caribbean community to improve our africanism mm-hmm. and our knowledge yep. on on our culture and our history. But as an entertainer and musician who is in... What happens with this type of journey that Fuse is taking, taking it. is that you... It's almost the same thing we're with Colin Ka- Kaepernick. Yeah. You put yourself in a position where you have to choose.
0: Yeah. Your career.
1: Your career or your, or your belief yeah. and your values. And big shout out to my brother for choosing his values. Yeah, But I, I just worry yeah. that his love for his career as well might take a dent because of this. And I I think it's something that we really have to have a proper conversation Conversation with him about. And to see where, you know, where his thoughts are, where the direction is, what the community as well should do in support of him.
0: Because
1: yep. we can't leave my brother yeah, out there yeah, by himself. himself. Yeah, you true. know He can't be saying all these things by himself. himself. Yep. We need to stand close to my brother to make sure that he's well protected and well supported. Go out there and get the brand new Fuse ODG single featuring Damien Jr. Gong Yep, is out there. Go check that out. An incredible video. Shout out to Fuse ODG. We need to have that one-on-one. Here on For the Love of Apple meets.
0: You heard that so stay tuned and make sure you get sub- you subscribe. Yeah,
2: yes. Yeah, so All sorry.
0: right. Let's talk about Diamond Platinum's uh a Tanzanian politician. Uh, again, <laughs> again pull out calls for his arrest uh, and ban uh, for, for sharing in quotes indecent videos it... on social media. <laughs> listen, listen,
1: listen. <laughs> let, let, let's just put an end to this quick. The uh, last time this kind of conversation yeah. came up and they threatened to arrest him was because he had a shirtless video on instagram wow. or he was seen kissing somebody, somebody or something
0: which again is not that big a deal but again honest. i think
1: the community there yeah. it's it's you know it's about sensitive issues but this is 2018, 2018. they have bigger Plat-
0: problems to worry about and
1: diamond platinum is an international pop star now yeah. so lady everybody wants to see his chest yes you, you know every including myself
0: he, he makes see- money from it. he's going to pay taxes <laughs> uh, into Ex- the government coffers and he
1: does <laughs> a lot for in the Tanzania. community exactly. he's got a media platform i think a television and a radio station yeah he invests in the community a boy from tandale he's got yeah. charity charity he supports his mother so please politician let's forget about that that's not a story as far as i'm concerned said, let's move on to something more interesting
0: please. all right the biggest one now steph Don. oh uh, my queen what's <laughs> up I, steph? You, t- you take points on that one <laughs> this listen. one is too big for me listen
1: <laughs> steph Don, in the last um, couple of days has taken heat on social media from Nicki Minaj's Babs yep. for apparently dissing Nicki Minaj and yep. they've gone on her social media page in their thousands mm. to leave negative comments. Unfortunately, they've, con- they've gone to the wrong person. Yep. Steph as is made for this. She's got thick skin. She's putting videos out there, twerking, shouting out back at them, going, tweeting in her comments saying yep. how come these people ain't saying nothing. Yep. Throwing shades back at them. She's done that a couple of times successfully really? attacked the bobs she's yeah. she's renamed them gobs
0: <laughs> for it, garbage
1: <laughs> you know steph is west indian heritage british and, and she's doing incredible things i think that has given her a lot of attention, attention yeah. her social media following has increased tremendously yeah. and she ended the week by going on instagram live trying to find a man interviewing yeah. men across america yeah. she's as we speak during press time she's in america yeah. so she's interviewed men across america about the possibilities of being her man because she's
0: cephalon is on the market ladies and gentlemen and
1: some <laughs> of the famous dudes that came on the instagram live includes safari ex Nicki minaj boyfriend safari
0: just had to get involved who, he just had to get No, involved. but he,
1: he actually came on just to say if anybody wants to date Steph, they need to holler at him. He knows the type of girl she is. And, you know, just giving out some kudos. But the big one was my boy Drake. Dreezy Drake. Aubrey.
0: Drake's been chasing that for a
1: minute. Listen, if I was Drake, I'd chase that too. Come on, my boy. No, no. Drake is on that. He went on the Instagram Live. He was like, listen, he's not even out here for a quick take. He yeah. wants to treat her like a queen. Jeez. You know, and she was like, listen, you can take me out to Nando's. I don't care, I'm cheap like that. Drake said, nah, man, you're Steflon Dawn. I'll take you somewhere nice. I'll make it happen. You know, I want, I want some of that. And she was like, listen, man, she's not easy. Drake said he's got the time.
0: Jeez. Yeah, that's it. He's not here
1: for no quick tip. He's yep. he's big with them. All. He's playing the long game. He's <laughs> playing the long game. All right, all right, all right, all right. But hey, do we think they're gonna get together. Steph is 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 single at the moment, man. So she's single and free in America. She's got a big record label deal. She's enjoying herself. Mm. Why not? But mm. Steph, you know, I'm here, baby. Cheers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 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 Alright,
0: so let's go straight <laughs> to our songs of the week. What's your song of the week?
1: Whoo! This week we've had two we've had two releases that caught my attention actually. Mm. Tiller Man, um Drop Tete, and See Me Drop Um I think Loving You.
0: We, we said song of the But Bico. no no no, yeah, song. To, no. Last week he was no. attacking me for listing album. So, now <laughs> no, you see
1: you see life. The reason why I mentioned that is because those two records. I would have gone. Yeah. For Taylor.
0: Yeah.
1: Until but Simi dropped
0: late. Elise.
1: Yeah. You know Elise. <laughs>
0: but yeah, that's a solid record. It's that's a, a
1: beautiful song. record, Very and serious. the reason why I'm choosing it as my song of the week is because she also followed that up with the video. With the video. Oh, It is. It's crazy. Kiss Daniel Davido. Listen, uh, man. See, I'm gonna see, leave it see, at Simi. See, see. You, want no, to start. No, you know what? <laughs> see me the video is fantastic yeah the record is very radio friendly mm. i'll be surprised if that is not the most popular radio track on the afrobeat circuit in the next four or five months you
0: heard it absolutely yeah. stunning From the energy god himself yes. my Put songs of the week i'm gonna say two now because uh, you don't i might even do three uh, because you I did three you. Come on. but okay i'll do two i'll keep it at two <laughs> because let's i'm nice you. like that let's all hear right. it all right so first one will be gbewa by miss kiss and then oh, yeah, see no 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 don't take my song no 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 don't about to tell me you're feeling that song too. Beware no. by Miss Kiss oh. is a jam, and then the second one, not a new song, is Duro Dada by Bimbi Phillips, lovely Bye. jam.
1: And see see up, don't copy
0: it? me <laughs> don't be giving me that oh me too you know <laughs> but again were by miss kiss yeah, Duro yeah, Dada, yeah, yeah, by yeah, yeah. Bimbi phillips Absolutely. and on that note we have to wrap up this episode of for the love of afrobeats podcast mm-hmm. uh, it's your boy dignified mr schmooze
1: and of course shopsy do aka Adisho aka the energy god catch your same time same place on oh, for the love of Afrobeat. Subscribe,
0: <laughs> review, everything. You know how we do. Bye bye. <laughs>